Well, hello, my friend. Patty Dominguez here with episode 137 of the Positioning to Profit podcast. Thank you for being here, for checking out this episode. Today is a guest highlight show. We are catching up with Deborah Ivanoff, the being coach, who's going to give us some really sound tips on how to let go of resistance. And who couldn't use more of that, right? So it was a very enlightening conversation. We got to catch up on all things that have to do with overcoming this resistance cycle, which is what she calls it, the resistance cycle. And I think it's a very smart approach to really understanding and overcoming the things that keep you stuck, the things that keep you in overwhelm, the things that really prohibit you from moving forward in your business. So catching up with her today. And before we get started, make sure to check out positioningclub.com positioningclub.com we have not launched yet we are so close you guys this has been a labor of love truly in true entrepreneurial spirit it has not been an easy ride we have endured lots of obstacles with this one i will most definitely be putting together a podcast show just explaining more about it because it's very enlightening and how I handled the entire thing, how my team handled it. It's just been really great. So excited about that. More to come. It is going to be fantastic. I'm really proud of it. All right. With that, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Patty Dominguez. You're about to discover what it means to position your brand and your business to stand out. This show explores the stories of small business owners just like you who are bringing their message out to the world and impacting their tribe. So if you want to take your business to a category of one status, then hang with me because this podcast shares everything you need to know about how to be more prolific with your brand so that you can have more profits. All right, Deborah Ivanoff, thank you so much for being a guest again on the Positioning to Profit podcast. You were a guest, I think it was now going back maybe a year, year and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, and things have evolved. And we, before we hit the go button, we were talking a little bit about what COVID has meant to our journey as entrepreneurs and women. And I'm assuming that as a professional in this space where you called yourself once upon a time, and I caveat by saying that, is you called yourself a being coach. And when I first connected with you on LinkedIn, got to love LinkedIn, I remember <laughs> we were just, um, we had connected and I said, hey, I love, I, I love what I see that you're doing. Would love to connect with you. Would, would you like to be on my podcast? And that was kind of like the door opener because I always think about like, wh- where can I add value authentically? And I know that I'm particularly passionate about helping women um, over 40, kind of that encore career. The whole thing is like, how do we create the platform, the springboard to start to share the message of what we are authentically have to offer. So I saw that so much in in you and how much of a professional you are. So without further ado, will you please share with my audience what you do, what your expertise is? What's your elevator pitch? Oh, thank you, Patty. Well, I help busy professionals, usually people who are commission-based, sales are commission-based. I help them when they are being kicked in the tush by what I call the resistance cycle. So it's that 
place where they set out. They know what they should do. They know what they want to do. And no matter what they do, they're getting knocked down and dragged and detoured. And I help them get through that more quickly and easily so they can not only get what they want, but then they can grow their businesses. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. And do you think the resistance cycle is something that is even more apparent in this day and age as people maybe are transitioning? Oh, oh, oh. Tell, tell, tell the audience about that because this is a real well, really thing. Really quickly, really quickly, I'll just tell you what I see the resistance cycle as. Yeah. So when we are where we're at and we see somewhere else we want to go, yeah. we set out in that direction, don't we? Yes. But then this whirlpool happens. And it gets worse and worse. This There's this mechanism in the middle that wants to pull us back. And there's a reason that it does. And that's what I see is that resistance cycle. It's that resistance in the middle, which can look like a lot of things people don't always recognize. It can look like minor accidents, minor illnesses, upsets with people you care about, uh, little mishaps, legal mishaps, uh, technology snafus. It can look like Fear, worry, doubt, overwhelm, confusion, procrastination, all those things can be in that whirlpool that happens in the middle between what you want and where you want to be. Hmm. And it can be so tight. It's like a rubber band. It's like it's like a resistance band. That's what it's like trying to pull you back to where you started. So that's what I see as the resistance cycle. And yes, now the resistance band is tighter than ever. And why? Because so much uncertainty and the resistance cycle directly relates to this status quo safety versus this risk adventure destination. And so that resistance cycle is trying to pull us back, even if that's not where we want to be, even if it's not good for us. You know, it'll pull us back to something that really isn't healthy or good for us just because that's the way we've been. And so now you can see this. There's so much change, uncertainty. We're talking about shifting, flexing, pivoting, aren't we? There's a, that's a lot of those conversations that are out there. Yeah. And you wake up every day. You don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to make me stay home? Can I go in? Uh, as, if I'm going to be able to travel, Something is my business going to be shut down? And it's very scary. I work with a lot of people who are in the financial and real estate world. And they're they're all over the map with all kinds of opinions. And it really does come down to this. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So it's like a combination of dealing with ambiguity, but the ambiguity is thicker than ever. And then it's, it's not even so much the ambiguity. Well, yeah, I mean, the ambiguity adds that real complexity to it. But where we were, prior uh, pre-pandemic was okay i'm stuck well i don't know how i'm stuck this and that so that was the internal struggle getting out of your comfort zone add to that like we talked about all this happening with the ambiguity it's even more of a stuck state well it's like stuck squared isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) right because it's when we change when we want to change our circumstances we have to change We can't stay the same person, do the same things and achieve greater results or different results, right? That's the whole definition of insanity, I believe. Mm -hmm, (laughs) So so we do have to change. And when we do that, of course, fear, doubt, concerns, resistance shows up. It is part of that cycle. It just is. It's part of the cycle. And today in today's world, it is kind of squared because not only do we have the fears that normally come up, 
but we have the weather of the world. Mm-hmm. And so just getting up is an act of courage. I kind of feel just getting up and going to work one more day, getting up and being kind is a huge act of hope and courage, in my opinion. You know, listening to someone, being there for somebody, because we are all, like we were talking before we got on, we're all suffering from a certain amount of overwhelm, burnout, exhaustion. What do they call it? COVID fatigue, I think. Mm-hmm. That, that, isn't that a term? Yeah. I so think we, so. So even before, even before we get to our desks, even before we get to our phones, first thing in the morning, we're already feeling it. Of course, we feel heavier in our heart. Of course, we feel slower in our bodies. Of course, our minds are running ra- more rapidly than ever wearing us out. So there, it's never been a better time to talk about this resistance cycle and really call it out and see that it's nothing I did wrong. It's nothing you did wrong. It's part of the process, but it has definitely the squeezes on because there's even more factors that are creating that whirlpool between where we are and where we want to get to. So can you offer up three tips, three practical tips for people to consider to say, okay, that makes a lot of sense what I'm hearing. So it's not just me being overly dramatic or me figuring out why are my old tricks of how I used to get unstuck not working? That's why, right? So there may be people having some epiphanies to say, yes, absolutely. So it's layered complexity. So what can we do in the in the, in this situation that we're all in to move beyond where we are and just making that incremental shift? I mean, all of it matters, right? It compounds. I, I will gladly give you my three favorite, most powerful tips that are sort of like really obvious so mm-hmm. that everybody can get going. Mm-hmm. I do want to say one thing before, and that is that if someone is experiencing resistance, so they've looked, fear, doubt, worry, overwhelm, procrastination, minor mishaps, minor illnesses, minor accidents, resistance, something's mm-hmm. squeezed, taking a squeeze. Like you're, you're feeling like you take one step forward and you're pushed two steps back. Mm-hmm. That resistance is an indicator that you are changing. And this is something that I want to, I really want to get to people because it's such a big aha and it's hard to hold on to when that mechanism that doesn't want you to realize it because it doesn't want you to know that you're making progress it wants you to go backwards right Mm -hmm. but this resistance is a sign that you're making progress because if you weren't you wouldn't feel it good point right so you're kind of flipping the script on it yeah yes it's actually an indicator that you are changing so i just wanted to say that to get everybody queued up That said, if people are experiencing resistance right now, I know it's a stretch, but celebrate it anyway, because it's like, it's happening. You're doing it. You're in it. Okay. It is happening. So I would say, here are my three best tips. Number one, absolute number one, take care of your body. We were talking about that before we got on. Mm -hmm. Take care of your body. There's a reason to do this, but let's just say that when you take care of your body, It creates a lot of ease. It helps you have this conversation, be on the same page with that mechanism because it's about safety. So take really good care of your body, get your sleep, your water, your nutrition, your movement, all those things. Second, as much as possible, as much as possible, be more neutral to the upsets, to the 
upsets with people, to the upsets with institutions, to the upsets in your business, the upsets with technology. And boy, I'm right in the middle of a learning curve with technology and I'm having to like eat my own words here and do my own work. And it's not easy. So I will just say that second one is not easy to be neutral when things feel really vivid, really dramatic. But if you can, and to the extent you can be more neutral about it, it will sort of roll you out to the next step. Can I say that the thing that was hugely impactful for me is when um, a mentor of mine said, it's only hard because you tell yourself it's hard. (laughs) And the other one is like, nothing has any meaning, but the meaning we give it. So what is your best and highest use is what can I, is asking yourself, like, what is right about this? Or to your point, how can I neutralize it where it doesn't mean anything and I'm not attached to it at all? So that's a very empowering state to be in, to ask yourself better questions in that moment, Absolutely. right? If you're like about to, you know, kill your computer, be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't pick up the hammer just yet. <laughs> yeah, don't pick up the hammer just yet. Ask yourself like, okay, what am I giving me this? Is like, what questions, like what are like two other ways that I can look at this in this moment. So it doesn't mean this thing that I'm looking at in such an ugly way. I, I for whatever reason, like I, that was so impactful when he said, it's only hard because you tell yourself it's hard. I'm like, oh, it's so true. You know? So, and you know, I love questions, Patty. I just mm-hmm. absolutely adore. Yeah. How those t- powerful type of questions. I will say the reason this is my number two on my list is because when I'm in the thick Even now, when I'm in the thick of the resistance cycle and it really has me by the throat and it's whirlpooling me down towards drowning back to where I was, I can't always get there. I can't, I'm not always connected to that creative side that can do that. But I have practiced and practiced and practiced just being, okay, this is happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. You know, a tantrum or a breakdown's not going to change it from happening. But can I treat it as though it's, possibly is not as big of a deal because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. And so when I could do that a little bit, then I could get to those questions you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that's the second one. And then the third one is get some support, get some support. And I don't know whatever that looks like for anybody, you know, uh, call a trusted friend or a mentor I mean, people have been there for me. I've been there for other people. I mean, yes, get a coach, get in a program, deal with people who know, like yourself, Patty, who know how to deal with resistance mm-hmm. and can hold that space for someone. Because I found that when you're with someone that that at least understands the concept of this resistance, knows that it goes with the territory like you do, uh, you, everyone you work with, you know that resistance is part of it. So you don't make resistance the bad guy and you don't give up. And you also don't make a big dramatic. You stay neutral about it because you have the confidence a person's going to get through it. Sometimes we need that other person who's like, yeah, there it is. What are you going to do about it? Or, yep, there it is. I'm here for you. I got your back. I know you can do it. Just keep going. Just keep swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's that, there's that power in someone else who sees you succeeding despite all these mishaps that look like things are going wrong. They know there's nothing going wrong. And that is so powerful. That's so powerful. So I have a little caveat to the support, which is if possible, do not choose people that you cannot trust to see you at that elevated 
to see what that elevated space. Hang out with people or call upon people or connect with people that see this as part of the process and that you will overcome because their energy and your energy can take both of you higher and they understand that. And I think that's that's so so important, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yes. Absolutely. Because if you ask like a friend of yours that's always seen you in one light, they're, they've only seen you in that light. So there's a bias there. And they'll, uh, they'll try to bring you back to what was or what their worldview of you is. And that's it's a disservice to you. So that is a killer tip because it is so important. It's like the people who understand the journey that you are on and where you want to go, those are the people who get it, who can help you with that. In fact, you bring up another very important point, which is the resistance cycle can work through other people in our lives. Or sometimes the closest people to us are the people oh, yeah. who are hearing our own fears and doubts. So Absolutely. get in there with somebody that is is ready to hold you to that higher plane, the higher vision that you have. And it makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. When when we can't feel confident, reach out to someone who can feel confident for us. And and it it really helps. Really helps. Love it. Love those three tips. Thank you so much. That's so great because it's very, um, they're easy. They're easy to implement. And just remember, if you're in that resistance cycle, stop, apply those three tips, ask yourself these better questions. And uh, that will help you to get into that neutral space, you know, to move beyond it because you are growing. And I love how you said it. It's just like to see it as something positive. All right, we are about halfway through with the show and I wanted to stop by with a question for you. Do you consider yourself smart, driven and in control of your life, but for some reason growing your business is this strange exception? Or maybe you are able to start projects but then quickly go into procrastination mode because you're not quite sure if you got it all right or finding yourself avoiding figuring things out because you're not sure if you really have what it takes to grow your business think about it all this self-doubt imagine what it's costing you and some part of you thinks am i able to do this entrepreneur thing listen sis i get it i really do more than you can imagine so what i know now is that after doing this for over nine years working on your internal repositioning so to speak is how you get past this it's working with your higher self tapping into more of that superpower, really owning it. So I put together this 21-day challenge. It's called the Meet My Higher Self 21-Day Challenge so that you can discover what I call the triad of her success. It's the three key areas that you absolutely have to have in alignment in order to create the success that you desire and deserve. So the challenge is designed for Super busy people in mind. The structure is easy, bite-sized action steps, audios, everything that you need for 21 days so that you can finally release this feeling of overwhelmed or maybe it's a stress or the procrastination or just mind yourself in general. So go to meetmyhigherself.com to find out more. 21 days discovering the tools to have you let go of all the junk that's keeping you stuck. It's possible. Just go to meetmyhigherself.com. And with that, let's get on with the show. Which which is really interesting. If you can if you can't just be the least bit curious or neutral about it, but if you, yeah. you know, if you can celebrate yeah. it. Cause in that moment you're like, Oh Lord. Um, okay. 
So let and me I do, I have those moments where I just say, <laughs> whoa, I must really be changing because this feels awful. <laughs> exactly. I call them wall kicking moments. Those moments you're like, oh, okay, let me put the timer on for five minutes because I'm going to go ranty pants and like just have my pity party. <laughs> Literally for five minutes, I timer it. I'm like, let me just bask in my pity for five minutes. That's it. Five minutes. And then I'm great. It. You know, that's great, Patty. I love that. That's, there's another, there's another technique for people to use. That's there's brilliant. another tip. Um, okay. So specific to um, the positioning that you've had in your business, I know how long have you been coaching? Uh, over 20 people? years since okay. 2000. So yeah, 13 years, almost 13 years, over 12 years. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I mean, over 20, 22 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. Over 22 um, years. And how has it evolved? How has your business evolved? So you were in the coaching space before it was trendy to be a coach. Oh, yeah. You know, you've been in this <laughs> space. How has you seen it evolve? Oh, my goodness. That's a whole other podcast, I think. I Patty. Let me see if I can come up with a quick, uh, quick mm-hmm. answer to that is uh, I've seen it become acceptable. When I was coaching, it was kind of a joke. Or jokes were made about it, right? Like, right. oh, you're a coach. You know, if you watch TV from that time, the coach was always the cute little girl who got married to the guy or, yeah. was, the, or was the criminal who got arrested or, you know, there was, there was none, coaching wasn't really considered a profession. Right. And now it's very common. And you want to talk about changes with COVID. Oh my goodness. Yeah. With the changes of COVID, you know, therapists can't keep up. Yep. Coaches can't keep, even keep up. Yep. People are hungry for that support we were talking about. And maybe yep. it is because of this, you know, resistance squared sort of situation. So uh, I've definitely seen that. And I've seen how coaches, uh, you can find a coach in every area. And I think that's brilliant. I think that's mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant. If you need someone to help you with grief or anxiety or um, uh psychic something or other. I mean, there's all kinds of coaches and I just think that's really lovely. I know there are coaches out there who say things like, let's get everybody coached. And I say, yeah, if people want it, there's a coach for everybody for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can only speak about my own clients, but my own clients, I've just over and over so impressed me with the things they accomplish at the speed they accomplish it. I'm always amazed. And and I'm sure you are too with your Mm -hmm. clients. Always such a delight. It's such an honor to witness that. So that's what I see is that a lot of people have come to rely on coaching to keep them healthier, to keep them on that positive, curious uh, possibility, the side of possibility. I think that that's uh, what a good coach can really do is tap into that energy and keep us on the correct edge of um, focus, clarity, action, possibility, potentiality. Mm, I love that. And how, how has the positioning of how you're standing out, has, how has it evolved in your opinion? Oh, for me, it's been uh, quite the evolution because I thought I was going to be working with divorcing women <laughs> when I first started out. Oh, and I know, I know. you didn't know that, did no, you, Patty? I didn't. You didn't know that about me. And um, it was very much a situation of just saying yes to what presented itself. And I began to work with someone named Daryl Rutherford, who wrote the book Being the Solution. And I did train some coaches for him way back in the day. So way, way back in the day. And um, I found that the people that I most worked with, not only, but most worked with, were people that wanted to pull off some really big breakthroughs. And it's not like I knew that the coaching 
I never called myself a breakthrough coach or anything. I just was watching what was happening for people and how when we work together, these things would open up and they would come to me and say, I want this. And then halfway through the program, they'd say, but I want this and this and this and this too. And I would never, I would never tell them no. I've never told someone, no, I don't think so. You can't do that. I've always said, well, what's the first step? Mm-hmm. How do we get started? Mm-hmm. How would you like that to look? And what I'm really doing that I never realized. So I was seeing myself as someone who helped people change who they were being on the inside to change their actions on the outside, to change the results on the outside. Yes. And then Patty, you and I hooked up, like you said, we did the podcast and uh, I flirted around your website for quite some time and <laughs> came to free things and came to low cost things and really got to know you and the person mm-hmm. that you were and the way that you work, which was lovely. And then uh, joining the mastermind when we, and I did some coaching one-on-one with you. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I was able to dive in. And <clears throat> this is a difference between positioning and branding. I tried for so many years to brand myself, but this is the different. And, and it really resonated for me, that positioning part. And to be able to see with your fresh eyes and it was an energetic thing. Your fresh eyes caused me to have fresh eyes. And when you said, as I was describing to you what I do and you were saying, I don't know if you said it's like a cycle or if I said it's like a cycle or it was just this, we were in a very creative space and boom, the whole thing laid out in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. That's what I do is I help help people escape that whirlwind. Right. And it may look like thoughts. It may look like emotions. It may look like habits and actions or old beliefs, but whatever it is, we're getting them through that little hurricane. And it made Huge. all the difference. Made Huge. all the difference. So I will be eternally grateful, Patty. Uh, <laughs> your praises. Well, I think the thing that's super important that we talked about before we hit the go live button is the whole fact of like, when you can articulate what it is that you do in a way that resonates with the person on the receiving end, your prospective client or your premium prospect, as I call it, and they get it and they say, I'm in that cycle and you can help get me out. It's like they have the path. They're not sure how the path works, but they know that they, they, there is a path, there's a way out and that you can help them. It's just like that buy-in, right? That buy-in moment is where in, uh, you know, back in my corporate days, when that person would be at the shelf and they'd reach for that one specific product, it was called the moment of truth. So the moment of truth is when people can see that there's a system, there's a path, there's a way that you can help them with that. They're finally like, ah, I need that. And that's what we've been able to do is kind of like to harmonize your message in a way that resonates with people so that they see that the journey is possible and it has a positive outcome of what they want. So that's the magic of what you've done, which is amazing. There's something else magical too, Patty. And that is that the longer I coach, the more I find, the less I have to talk or do really. The the more it's like less is more. Mm-hmm. You know, the less a client walks away with, but that it's just so highly targeted, the more yeah. beautiful and magical it is. And having this positioning, being able to talk from this idea of the resistance cycle, it's very easy to remember. It's very easy to um, to express and share this idea in a way that people can understand. Mm-hmm. So there's not this huge lengthy teaching about it to try to get to the point. Right. And, 
that's why it's just it, it was it was time it's timely it's beautiful it works it just works it's in sync. Okay, we are going to transition out to what I call the fast five questions. So there's just five questions and go intuitively with your first answer as it comes to light. Cool? Okay, I don't remember this part. Did we do this? Before? I know. This is fairly <laughs> new. I've done it. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you ready? Okay. <laughs> what is your idea of perfect happiness? Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm formulating an answer. I know it mm-hmm. needs, it's supposed to come first, but fast, but it's coming in a number of things. Okay, here's just what came up. It's yeah. very strange. Organic. Perfect happiness is being able to honor all the other emotional families, sadness, anger, fear, mm-hmm. and happiness, seeing the usefulness living with them in the way that they were meant to be lived with. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, Okay. Number two, what living person do you most admire? Oh my goodness. So weird that the name right away that came up was Jane Goodall. Um, And she's not even in my field, but yeah, when I think of someone who it changed my life in many ways, who's been such a consistent advocate, strong and gentle mixed together, even at her age. Yeah. You know, she's still traveling, speaking, doing her work. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Love that. Amazing. So, so amazingly resilient. Um, okay. What is your greatest extravagance? <laughs> My greatest extravagance. Well, you know how some people are into shoes. I'm into books. There so, you go. It's not really an extravagance, but it's extravagant in that it's it's just like uh, must have more books, must have more books. You yeah. Know? And and I've I've tried to buy Kindle now. So that's the I, same. I, uh, well, no, I love Kindle. I Do love you? Kindle, but 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 I can't stop buying the other ones too. So you know, I yeah. have a huge Kim, Kindle library. Yeah. And and other things as well. So I would say. I'm not sure extravagance is the right word, but only in terms of numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Still have little stacks of them everywhere. I love it. Yes. I love it. Okay. What, uh, who or what is the greatest love of your life? Oh, my kids. My kids. I just, I they've grown into the most beautiful human beings. And I guess I do want to say something about this. I, I feel so fortunate. I'm going to, I'm going to thank some people here who know who they are, that there were, talk about those trusted mentors. There were people around when I had very young children who really helped me in all kinds, in a myriad of ways, helped me understand what parenting is all about the way I wanted to parent. And one of my priorities is that my kids would reach adulthood, smart, capable, mm-hmm. with hearts still intact. Mm-hmm. And my children, both of them, I have a boy and a girl, both have the most beautiful hearts. So beautiful. See that? And I just adore them. Yeah. Clearly, you done good. You done good. Which <laughs> I, is had awesome. I had it's help. I had help. Here's my point. Yeah. I had so much help. Yeah. So fulfilling. Um, okay. And after all is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? 
courage. I want to have, I, I would like to leave the legacy of people having courage to go on that inner journey. I love that. That's big. If that was a legacy, that would be the one. Yeah, that's a big one. I don't know why that makes me emotional because that's so profound, you know, <clears throat> like people really understanding how profound it is when you can facilitate that moment of like helping people to see that is possible. You can do this. This is where it is. This is where we're going. I gotcha. You're going to be good. And then having, oh, it's just the best when people turn around and said, you changed my life. I'm like, no, I just literally, I love how Brian Tracy said it. I listened to him on a podcast and he said, um, when people have said that to me, he goes, I don't, I didn't change your life. All I did was like, I moved your head and say, Hey, let's go this way. You know what I mean? It's so cool. And I got, I got that flash moment. I, I, Heard him on a podca podcast, part of me, like a good nine years ago. And that just popped into my head because that's yeah, what it I is. Think of it, I think of it as I don't do anything. I just really take really good care of this vessel and mm. it comes through. Yeah. And I know you, I know you know what I'm talking about, Patty, because yeah. things come through you too. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So let's go into how people can connect with you if they are in the resistance oh, sure. cycle and want to know more about sure. how to get out of the resistance cycle. Sure. So they can visit my website, DebraIvanoff.com or TheBeingCoach.com. The being, not the doing, but TheBeingCoach.com goes to that same DebraIvanoff.com. Um, they can also connect with me on Instagram at DebraIvanoff. I'm going to be doing some um, here in the next couple of weeks. I, I, I've got a program that's doors are going to be open in a couple of weeks. So I've got some lives that are coming up. I'm going to be talking about the each of the five steps on the resistance Perfect. cycle and what to do about them so people Perfect. can see and recognize themselves and see what's going on. And um, I may even do some of my famous fold the paper. Here's an exercise. Do it with me. I don't know, but I'm going to do some lives. So definitely come in contact with me there. I have a link tree to Deborah Ivanoff, link tree Deborah Ivanoff that's got all the things. So those are the easiest ways. They can reach out and DM me. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And yeah, it's on Instagram, Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, I-V-A-N-O-F-F. It'll also be in the show notes uh, over on our website. And thank you, Deborah, for coming on again. It's so great to catch up with you. I it love was. what you're doing and I love talking with you. And it's just so amazing. Oh, I feel the same way, Patty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very oh, grateful fun. for you. I'm glad we connected that fateful day. Too. Uh, me too. Me too. Yeah. It's a great testament to just reaching out. And if uh, the stars were aligning. Yeah. And I'll say it was really interesting because I, that was a little bit out of my comfort zone to do that, but I was just kind of scoping out around like, you know, and um, a mentor of mine said, you know what, just go out there and add value. Most people will kind of be suspicious. And it was funny because you responded, you're so lovely. And then we kind of exchanged a little bit. And then you said, oh, I don't want to buy anything. I'm like, no, no, no. I just really, really want to add value to you genuinely. Oh, right. And that's, that's the way it no, was. I think down. I said, I don't want to do a pay to play. If I remember yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Yeah, I get something... up with those so much. I know. So I just try to be really kind and say, Yeah, no, I but... love how direct you were about it. You're yeah. like, Oh, I, th this woman is like speaking her truth. It was just so awesome because I was just like, No, no, no. And I don't know. I was just scoping you out too. And it, I'm glad and then we had all... so much fun. We had so yeah. much fun on the podcast. Here. And then, yeah, here we are. Here, here we, we are. are. Here we're, so grateful here to have we. you in the community. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, I feel the same way, Patty. It really is a wonderful community. May Thank I you. Say that? Wonderful, Thank you. Wonderful group of people. Yes. Thank you. I love all you ladies. You're all so brilliant. And I love how everyone has a heart centered mission. Each and every and single real. person. Everybody's group. so real. I yeah. think any of us could meet any of the other of us in any other city. And yes. we would be there for one another. It's, it's just Absolutely. so rare. Right? I know. I know. It's really special. So thank you for being a part of it. Oh, all right, y'all. Yeah. Um, so Deborah, thank you. Thank you all for catching this episode. We'll see you on the next one. Make sure to connect with Deborah. She can get you out of that resistance cycle. So <laughs> head on over to Instagram at, at Deborah Ivanoff. And thank you again. Appreciate you. Hey there, thanks for checking out this episode of Positioning to Profit. Please leave a review if you have gained a benefit from this episode. I appreciate it greatly and I will give you a shout out on the show as well. I so appreciate the ratings and reviews. Okay, also for the Positioning Extravaganza, head over to PositioningToProfit.com. There's lots of goodies over there. It's a treasure chest of freebies as well as beautiful courses that will help you to establish your category of one and move your brand forward. And again, connect with me over on socials or on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm on the socials. So I hope to connect with you there and I look forward to catching up with you real soon.